Where is my mind? Where is my mind? Where is my mind? Welcome back to Mainly Stupid Podcast. Todd out. Episode 8. Episode 8. Ocho. Episodio Ocho. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, pretty miserable out today. Yeah, it was finally that first hot and humid day in New England. And just as much as I remember, I still hate it. I'm a winter person through and through. Or I'm a winter temperature person through and through. I'm a big 70 degree fan. Like 70, 75. I could get in I could get in on that, but something about 88 degrees in humid that I want nothing to do with. It. I don't have time for it. Yeah, I was down in a hole. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I spent half my day underground today. It was probably a little cooler down there. It it actually wasn't bad. Um Everything else sucked about it, but yeah, whatever. Just another day on vacation now. So there you go. Started my two and a half week vacation today. What are you gonna do for doing anything fun for vacation? Uh, big week of family stuff next week. George has an itinerary. Oh God. Yeah. So it's a big, big family reunion Fourth of July this week. This this year. So. Tons of people come in from all over the country, so we've got family events planned starting on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, nothing Saturday. So then, that's our then, that's our big family Fourth of July party is Saturday, which I'm being blessed in the the grill duties for the first time this year. We we got blessed to see the, uh, yes. the uniform, yes, the outfit. Well, that'll be that'll be quite the fit on you on Saturday. <laughs> I my Hawaiian shirt. I was a little worried it was going to be too big, but one run through the wash and she fits perfect. That's perfect. Yeah. So I I don't know. Other news: United States women beat France today. Goddamn to, U.S. of A. Two to one. That was great. I guess. Hey, they're gonna win. Or. Where are they now? What is this? I have uh, go, not they, followed this they, at all. They're into the semifinals now. That was a quarterfinal game. Everyone was saying it was a quarterfinal that should have been the World Cup. Um, France is one of the better teams in the tournament. Yeah. yeah. More power to them. I actually got into an interesting argument or discussion today. It wasn't an argument about the United States women's team and getting paid better because they only get paid like, I don't know, it's like, whatever, don't quote my numbers, but like 65, 70 grand, whatever. But the men get paid like 250. So one of the guys at work was like, well, you know, yeah, but you got to pay for the players. I'm like, well, not not on the national team. No. They got to be citizens. It's, it doesn't even have to be, you don't have to be a full-time citizen. I mean, there's guys that have played for both like Mexico and the U.S. or whatever, U.S. and England or whoever else. But the United States women's team traditionally does a fuckload better. They have so much more exposure. Fuck, the men's team didn't even qualify for the last World Cup. So yeah. it's like, okay, I, I, there's a there's a definite opening to even up the old uh, pay, 
pay discrepancy there because they don't. I mean, now every other women's sport, I will defend the men deserve to be paid more. I mean, it's do they put more asses in the seats? I mean, you look the NBA, WNBA. Yeah, the WNBA can't sell out Portland Civic Center, and the NBA sells out every game. They do they put. have a Maine has a no. No, I was just using it for size reference. Yeah, I mean, you're right about I mean, any other sport, but the ever since you're that, not being paid for the job, you're being paid for what the job produces, what your revenue is. So if you're not making the same amount of money in ad deals and TV yeah. rights and everything. I'm sorry, but you can't make the same money. It just, the math doesn't work. Correct. Now with the women's national team, they probably do bring in more money to soccer than the men's team. Yeah. Ever since, what was that chick's name? Mia Hamm? Yeah, you got, no, Mia Hamm didn't rip her shirt off. Mia Hamm's married to Nomar. Yes. Brandy Chastain ripped her shirt off. Hope Solo beat the shit out of her whole family. (laughs) She should be on the men's national team. And then also... Might have been exposed in a slight, slight manner with being hacked and her pictures uh, making yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Happens to the best of us. Yeah, I've been trying to get hacked for that reason for years. <laughs> yeah. I, th- I think everybody just gets sick. Any publicity is good publicity. <laughs> so yeah, that's soccer talk. Yeah, that's soccer talk and equality talk. We've got like. Just just under a month until Patriots training camp starts, which I'm pretty excited about that. Yeah. Uh, Edelman's documentary tonight. Yeah. One, keeping it 100. 100. I'm, they had the premiere at uh, Gillette last night. They followed some of that on the social medias. I don't know if TB12 was there. He's probably off like. Uh, playing with Josh Gordon. Yeah, playing with fucking. Actually, I heard a couple different interviews with uh, Edelman and uh, talking about, you know, it took him two and a half years before Brady would throw him the football. Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool, like, to hear him open up a little bit about some of that stuff because normally New England's inherently tight lipped about, well, fucking everything. Yeah. Um, but hearing him open up and, you know, he talked about his suspension and not talking with his father the whole time and, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to uh, trying to scalp that that yeah. documentary somehow. There's got to be some way to stream it on the, the... I'll give you a hint. It's called reddit.com, and then you can just Google it. Just Google reddit.com Edelman interview. It'll be... That's for all or our Ed, listeners. Edelman documentary on... Yeah. What is it? Reddit? Reddit. Reddit's like the... It's... You can find anything you want there. Yeah. Interesting. You learn to know this when you're trying to find games when you're behind firewalls at plants trying to work. <laughs> still watch the Bruins win the cup or something. Well, I, allegedly. I'll let, yeah. Um, yeah, so we got a. I got a rant. I was just going to tell the people what we got coming up. Oh, go for it. So we do have a great interview coming up. Um, we'll put it in the end of this episode. Got a chance to sit down with Devin Powell, um, his wife, Carol, and she showed us around the gym. We walked around. I've never seen so so many sweaty humans in such a like, confined area before. And yeah. they all loved it. Yeah, it was it was cool, too, seeing all the kids walking out. Um, we were hanging out downtown there. 
giving him a little bit of time to recover after he just finished the training session and came right into dating yeah. with us, which was pretty awesome. Um, fucking tough he, bastard. He is. It, he is so easy to talk to about it, too. Yeah. You know, it was it was just no holes barred, and, you know, any question we asked him, he was right on top with, with the answer, and it was obviously – He's done a lot of interviews before, and with us being our first, you know, real interview, it was it was awesome to talk to him and, and just enjoy it. We I enjoyed the shit out of it thoroughly. Yeah. And bar- I think you guys will too. Good barbecue place right next door too. Yes, I forget the name of it. I do too. No idea. Smoke and smoke and ice or something like that. But it's right next to Nostos MMA in Summersworth, New Hampshire, and it was delicious. Um. Yeah, so we got that interview coming up. Otherwise, it'll just be Huey and I shooting the shit. Um, <laughs> got a few topics to cover, but Huey sounds like he's got a rant. So let's let's let him rip. I've I've talked about this before, but these bicyclists. Oh boy, they're pissing me off again. Oh boy, on my way here tonight, driving down the road, minding my own business, and there's a bicyclist in front of me, and I needed to go around him, but. Every turn or every time I wanted to, there was a turn, but I'm not going to put my ass in the other lane to get around this guy and then get creamed by another vehicle. So I rode behind him for a little while and he finally like waved me on. And I well, said, that was nice of him. What the, there was a car coming. Oh, <laughs> yeah, made me not so nice. Yeah. So I'm done with him. Done. Pull into a driveway. I have more wheels than you. That's true. Yeah, we uh, we've had some some bicycles around. I, I don't Didn't, know. Did I talk about saving the bicyclists last time? Yeah, you had to bring him to. I had to bring him to his truck. I really thought I was getting shot at. I was kind of <laughs> looking forward to it. Gun ready. Let's go. Yep. Um, I got a rant. And it's back on people. Close standing people at checkouts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not only did you run into me with your fucking cart. Oh, that's the worst. Right into the ankle bone. I fucking could could have cocked oh, someone right in the head. <laughs> just the look I turned around and just gave this lady. And she's looking at me and I'm like, I, I really want to pick the shopping cart up and smack you right in the fucking head with it. <laughs> But so we we moved on from that, and then we go to another store, convenience store, uh, Wednesday, picking up lunch at work, standing there. The guy behind me is buying two packs of Reese's, and you know how I know he was buying two packs of Reese's? He reached between my left arm and my body and put them on the counter in front of me as I'm paying and signing. And I turned around and looked at him, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, you couldn't hold two packs of Reese's. It was just taxing your fucking biceps that much, bud. And he's like, well, what do you mean? I'm like, can't you just hold the fucking Reese's and not be up my asshole? I'm like, you need to fucking back off, bud. People don't have any spatial awareness. Bubbles. Which- I, I did get to finally yell at someone. Turning around in the middle of the fucking road out here. Down, down by the docks. <laughs> Guess where he was from? Connecticut. 
Nope. Um, north? South. S- south of Connecticut? Yeah. New York? Yeah, you go. Yeah, all right. Yeah, big SUV. Just two-lane ro- two lane road, no shoulders, just turns her left, s- square across the road. Why would he do that? Not sure. Really, really not sure. So I proceeded to not slow down at all until I was forced to make a decision whether I really just wanted to say fuck it and just end it and just hit him head on or side on. I probably would have been all right. But yeah, but hammered right into it, stopped just before him, rolled down my window and I'm hanging out of the side of my truck. And I asked him a simple question. Just what made you think that was a good idea? And he just looked at me and I'm like, no, seriously, I I need an answer to this. Like, (laughs) I don't understand what part of your brain said, ah, you know what? I'm just going to pull perpendicular to the road and stop and try and do a four point turn. He wouldn't answer. He just waved and kind of gave like the sorry, like, yeah, I know I'm an idiot and yeah. If he had just driven like another quarter mile, there would have been a road he could have turned down safely. Yeah. Yeah. There's actually like three roads right there. You could have done a little loop de loop. But nope, nope. He it was it was more important <sighs> for him right then and there to stop all traffic so he could turn around. But I digress. <laughs> uh on a on a little lighter note. What would you say when I say moxie? Delicious. Yeah. Had had a had a buddy come come over from the North Country out yeah. in Wisconsin. He got his whole family to try it. How do you think that went? It was probably like a kid trying a lemon for the first time. Yeah, apparently no one else liked it. He he said he liked it. So I mean we got a little hope for him there. Yeah. He's from Wisconsin. Does like the Packers. Yeah, we can't all be perfect. No, I asked him when, because uh, I, I went to Lambeau and they got a big old field there, and they got a big old Lombardi Trophy. And I asked when that trophy is now renamed the Belichick because he's a better coach than Lombardi ever could <laughs> dream of being. Are you guys gonna deliver it to us? Because that'd be great. <laughs> Yeah. Um, a lot of people, there's a lot of controversy around the old Moxie. There always has been. I, I enjoy it. I love it. There's nothing better. I mean, if you could pick, if I could pick one mixer for any type of alcohol for the rest of my life, it would be Moxie. Really? And the only reason is because Moxie has such a distinct flavor, which it's distinctively different. That's what they go on. It's made in Maine. Made in Maine. Oldest soda in the U.S. Is it really? Yep. I guess I didn't know that. That's a fun fact. Owned by uh, Coca-Cola now. Yep. So they did sell out, but, you know, we'll forgive them. You know, it comes a time where. You got to cash out, right? Yeah. You might as well get something that good. So, yeah. So it's it's strong enough that it will cover literally any booze you put in it. So, I mean, it's something something to think about for when you're floating down the river this year. Good option. Um, 
I got a question for you. You haven't seen this one. This is going to be a, this will be good. So, so who's the worst person? OJ Simpson or Bill Cosby? Oh. Bill Cosby. Why for you? For me, because he did it multiple times. That's what I said. That's that's my take on OJ. I mean, OJ is not a good person. No, no, not saying he is. Agreed. You know, but Bill Cosby, he put on an act for a long time as a very good person. But in the meantime, he was just doing very bad things. Yeah, I mean, OJ took it too far, obviously. I mean, fuck, he just about cut her goddamn head all the way off. But Uh, I didn't. Well, in my eyes, he wasn't guilty on that crime. But <laughs> in your eyes, he wasn't guilty. <laughs> and you... the glove didn't fit, man. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I'm just joking on that. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were saying he was guilty of, you know, robbing that guy of his own stuff. <laughs> well, I mean, he was guilty there, too. He was also guilty of killing someone. Yeah. Two people. But he just got out of it. It was, yeah. He was a wild human being. I mean, just think about, like, uh, nowadays or something like that happened. The sad thing is, is the way society is now, in two weeks, we wouldn't know about it. Like, yeah. people still remember, hey, 94 white Ford Bronco. Yep. What is that? I remember where I was where I was when the verdict came out. Yeah. I was in daycare, watching it on my, the daycare person's TV. Yeah. We were all, we had popcorn. <laughs> Gather around, kitties. We're gonna watch a murder yeah, trial, pretty much. Yeah. And now he's got a Twitter. Yeah. Well, that's so. That's where this came from, right? So it's like you got OJ and Bill Cosby both on Twitter. Well, Bill Cosby is being run by his wife, which the the fact that he's still married is just mind blowing. Yeah. I mean, that's a ride or die chick. It, the fact, <laughs> yeah, exactly. The fact that like he, I mean, how many counts of Rape and yeah, or you know, sexual misconduct yeah. and, and shit like that. Was he found guilty of? And that's why I mean, if you had to, you know, who who would you rather not be on this earth? I'd say Bill Cosby. I mean, it's it was all premeditated. He knew what he was doing. Now, OJ. I mean, OJ might have known what he's doing, but it's more of a crime of passion. It's not like he's a serial killer. Yeah, he's. It was. He believed his wife was screwing around, caught the two of them. Yeah, unfortunately, I mean, he should have just, he should have gone to jail for that crime and been put away for the rest of his life, just like Cosby, but Cosby got away with it for a very long time. Yeah, and it wasn't, I mean, yeah. But yeah, 100% Cosby's the worst person. They're both bad people, but Cosby's He's up. He's lower on the totem pole of... Or he's lower in the depths of hell. Yes. Yeah. Correct. They both deserve to be in hell, but Cosby, if there was a waiting list, Cosby should get bumped up a little bit. <laughs> so I, I I just said one of these words and but do you have any words that you listen that you hear and you pronounce differently in your head? So like there's Going back to Pat McAfee, yeah, he always says controversy, and anytime I read it, 
anytime I hear it, I automatically, when someone says controversy, it just in my head, I just go controversy. He always says it that way. And then the same thing with regrets, you know, the, the meme about the no regrets. Yeah. I, every time someone says, Oh, I regret that. I go regret. Ever since I started watching letter Kenny, I seem to put S on the end of everything, (laughs) which in my day to day life, it, my wife, one, my wife, 100% cannot stand when I put S on the end of things. <laughs> and maybe that's why I'm continuing to do it, but it may just be because I'm Squirrely Dan's little brother. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Squirrely Dan's American counterpart. Yeah. I had some all dress chips yesterday. Did <sighs> so good. <laughs> so good. Too much like ketchup. All dressed? No way. You don't think so? No. I'm not a big fan of them. No. I, so, I, uh. So what's your go-to chip? My go-to chip, probably, um, Lay's baked cheddar and sour cream. That's a solid choice. That's. Solid. Yeah. Or I like a good tortilla chip. I'm a sucker for a tortilla chip. Yeah, I like some tortilla chips. They gotta be good. They gotta be right. Yeah. Um, I like the chili lime tortilla chips, actually. Yep. Or whatever they are. Um, the other day at work, I was out back, and one of the guys, we somebody popped open a can and made the sound, and they're like, and he's like, "Lay's potato chips." Once the once you pop, they don't stop. I'm like, I I, I said, "Excuse me." That's not how this works, bud. He goes. You know, Lay's, they come. They got those ones in a can. I said Pringles came up with that, and that's it. Yeah. Lay's, they got that stupid, you know, it's a round top, and then it's like an oval. Get out of here with that. Lay's is Lay's potato chips. Pringles is Pringles. It don't mix the sayings Did up. Did you know Pringles have no potatoes in them? I did learn that. I learned that today. I was a little was And then little they surprised. brought up something else on that same podcast. The potato sticks? Yeah. Oh. Dude, I haven't had those since my grandfather was alive. It was. And I think I might go buy some for my kids while my wife's gone. Because she's, she's had that down next week. And uh, You ought to get her something to bring to the boys down in Indy. Oh. Uh, you know, you're thinking. <laughs> um, yeah, potato sticks are good. But, you know, and then after, so after that Pringles Blaze discussion... <laughs> At work, I found out the same guy that got the slogans mixed up hasn't seen Dumber and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber? Yeah, Dumber and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> it's been a long uh, week, folks. Oh, we're just proving it. We're, you know, we are stupid. <laughs> dumb and Dumber. I had to leave. I, I had to walk. I, I saw that shot. when I was like 13. I, I had to, yeah. I was younger. I, I mean, it was, that's like, how do you not? And then I walked out back. Every and, time. And I now walk. they just try to find, they just say this shit to piss me off. <laughs> but at, I guess at one point, one of the guys, one of the newer guys in the shop had uh, thought that a certain New England football team was from Texas. No. I just, I, I can't handle it. It's not a safe work environment when they say shit like that to me. No. (laughs) 
I have to I go to, that's what I want my nap pod so I can go to a safe place. We have a we have a new nap room. Well, is that your company has a nap room or well, a it's so because we built a brand new office, you have to commit to all the new things, right? So you've got to have bathrooms that don't exactly say who they go to. Mm-hmm. And then you also need to have like, it's supposed to be a mother's room, but other people could use it as like a stress room or religion room, whatever room you want. So we have a room dedicated to whatever the fuck you want to do in it. There's a recliner in there with a little chase lounge thingy. and So you just go in there and hang out? You can just go in and take a nap. You work for a wild company. I, I don't understand it. Never used it. Is it like soothing music playing or anything? No, nothing. It's actually pretty dark in there. It's meant for naps, I guess. Or if you're a breastfeeding mother, you have a private spot to go to. So, I mean, good for them. Yeah, why not? It's 2019. Let people have their places. Um... What else we have going on in the world today? Not much. I was looking at local news. Not much has really happened. The old, the old Democratic debate. I didn't. Yeah, even watch I haven't it. even watched it. I've just been hearing what they're. I just can't. I, why? Why? Why are we starting now? I know it just makes the next year and a half. It's just miserable. It, it's gotta be. It's gotta suck so bad. But you know, away we go with it. It's just TV is going to be dedicated to it. The radio is going to be dedicated to it. Listening to those pompous. I mean, all politicians are pompous jackasses anyway. So it's going to suck no matter who you vote for, what it is, what color they are, what what they got hanging in the front office between their legs. It's just it, it's going to suck no matter what. So. Yeah. They're all lying cocksuckers. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. Um, oh, big news tomorrow. We got the Strawberry Festival happening down oh, here. Oh, great. The old South Berwick. Yeah. Good luck getting to work. Traffic is going to be a nightmare. Yeah. Good luck getting to work tomorrow, bud. Luckily, I'm going to go through early enough, but people are still going to be setting up. You're going to have to cross the road, and there's probably going to be somebody out, you know, with money, where the jar wanting money for something. This is just, this is too much. I forget every year. <laughs> well, hey, I'm giving you a heads up. It's the last Saturday. I, I I know what it is. I just forget about it until somebody mentions it the night before. And I'm like, yeah. Oh, there's a big old controversy happening in York, too. What's that? Oh, over the old sidewalks down at the beach. They've been having a controversy over that for ever. Ever. Yeah. So now people are complaining that there's not enough rocks at the end of the ramp so you can't safely get down. And what happens if there's someone in a wheelchair? Well, there's no handicapped park in there, so someone in a wheelchair shouldn't get out there. You can go down to the end where there is handicapped and you build a beautiful brand new bathhouse. Yeah. With a ramp that you can get down on. They the even beach. got them special wheelchairs with the big balloon wheels on them so you can yep. go right in that. But, Jesus, what happens if you want to go to the beach down by the anchorage? Well, yep. I guess 
you're limited. I'm sorry. You never. Oh, boy. And don't forget the old, the old sidewalk there had handrails. So we don't have handrails on this one. So Jesus Christ. Well, they're all going to be really pissed off in 10 years when the sea, when the ocean eats away at that seawall, they got to do it all over. I hope it floods every house down there. Oh, boy. Why can't we just all get along? Why can't we just quit bitching? Like, it's it's the beach. I'm sorry. I This might come as off color, but I don't see too many people hopping out of their car, getting in a wheelchair, and getting down to the beach where they're complaining. Yeah. The, the trouble is the people that are complaining about it are probably not wheelchairs. Nope. And they're just looking for something to complain about where the people that are actually incapable or have a, a handicap are going to figure a way to do it. And they're going to be a-okay with it because that's what they do. They overcome obstacles. Yeah. One lady said she was quadriplegic and that really put me for a loop. That means arms and legs, right? Yeah. And then she said she used a walker. <laughs> I just I it wasn't amputees or anything. It was just I'm quadriplegic. Okay, that's Christopher Reeves, R.I.P. in peace. Um that means you can't use your arms and legs, so how are you using a walker? But I digress. Alright, we gotta find something else to be happy to talk about. Yeah, we'll we'll come back in just a minute after a beautiful message from <laughs> song makes me want to run through a wall. Oh, so, so good. So before we get started, I'll go over a little, uh, I don't know if you guys have checked out Thrive Fantasy. Um, they are awesome. They've been really good to us. Um, check them out. They just got uh, PGA prop bets going. So you can bet on, you know, strokes, bogeys, holes in ones. Uh, out of bounds, I think is one of them. Mm. Um, you know, I think someone's gonna go go a little wayward. Um, check them out if you use the code the code stupid s t o o p i d when you sign up. Uh, they give you a free ten dollars if you deposit ten, you get ten. So they give you money. Yeah, they give you money, free money, <laughs> free money to bet. Um, but you got to make sure you put in stupid. Yeah, we got to use the code stupid. And that's two O's. Just yep. like just like it sounds. They also got some esports going on. So I don't know if anyone's into esport league, 
that listens to us, but that's today's. I don't really know enough about esports. I do the baseball one fairly often. Yeah. You know, the, the over- afternoon parlay or whatever. Yeah. They do the over unders on, you know, strikes for the pitcher. And it's, it's just fun. You win a few bucks here and there and just set it aside. I'm not going to, probably not going to get rich from it, but it's something fun to do. Something psych the life a little. Good way to get through the old. Yeah, it's downtime uh, before football. Training, training camp. I can't wait. I can't wait. My mom's coming up from North Carolina and kind of want to look at the training camp schedule to see. Although, actually, when they're going to be up here, they'll be into preseason. So, these are first preseason games, I think. August 8th. And then a month after that, we're in. That's true. I can't wait. I messaged David Andrews on the Instagram. Again? No, just that one time. Keep it up. Maybe I just got to keep messaging him. And, you know, if he tells me to leave him alone or he's going to get a restraining order, I guess that's. I mean, I hey. I could die happy. No publicity or any publicity. Good publicity, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, what What's going on? Though? I haven't. I literally have not looked at my phone all day. Um, what else have we got going on? Um, what's up this weekend? Uh, this you're on vacation officially. Yeah, we went I'm, over that. I'm officially on vacation right now. So that's that's a good start. Um, going to the cove tonight. Go get some ice cream with the children's. I... Um. Not sure what else we got going. Tomorrow, Strawberry Festival. We got yeah, birthday we party. I got a haircut. Who knows what's going to come out of that? You know, go short? Gonna... I don't know. I'm just going to go in and be like, do, do whatever you feel like. I really don't care. Going to get rid of the beard? No. <laughs> That's a fucking hard no. <laughs> Where are you going? Uh, the normal place? No. No? Different. We, we stepped up the game a little bit when we went to the old samurai. Mm-hmm. We're uh, going where the lady goes. Oh, you're going to a salon. A saloon. Interesting. I believe they have wine there, so I might crush a little rosé tomorrow. There you go. Rosé all day. Game. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Uh, Oh, big uh, 20th anniversary of the old Knight's Quilt Shop is tomorrow as well. Oh. So, uh-oh. They're going to have Flo's hot dogs? I don't know. I uh, Probably a grill happening. I haven't been to Flo's yet this year. It's not the time of year to go, bud. I know. you got to go in the middle of a snowstorm. Yep, pretty much. And then you can eat right inside. I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna. I might try and get there while the kids are while I'm home and I'm off. But I just eleven to three. I really think I'm just not gonna eat lunch until like two forty one day, and just go and just go there. Um, it's one of those places. It's busy from eleven to three. Yep. And I try. I they normally when we show up on a, a summer day, Kim is very surprised to see us. Not that we're 
um, regulars or anything, but <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's about it. I'm working all weekend. Mm-hmm. Slaving away. Yep. What do What do you got for days off next week? Off Thursday. Yeah. Back to work on Friday. Back, back to, to work grind. on Friday. Work Saturday till noon. Then family Fourth of July party. Um, which you guys will hear about that because I'm sure there's going to be some good content some, out of it. Some good stories out of it. Um, always is always a good time. The and then Sunday I'm working my other job. There you go. Yeah. So, little time off. Got Thursday off. We're going to like I'm just kind of kind of sleep in, hang out and then we're going over to to my in-laws for the afternoon. Going to hang out over there and just kind of enjoy the day and met my wife's off all weekend, so she gets to I'm sure she'll hang out with her nephew and we'll have a good time. But, yeah, she'll also hang out with your uh nephews. Right? Nephew. Nephews, isn't uh, what she gave me a scare about the other. Oh, um, are those not nephews? My mother-in-law is going to be taking care of some some baby cousins that are being born. Oh, cousins! So one has been born. One was born last Tuesday, and then there's another one due in October, I believe. There's a lot of babies born in October. She, She gave me quite the scare the other day there for you, old boy. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, sent a little old Snapchat of two chil- two two baby beds, and said, "Oh, yep, this is so Nana can take care of them." And I was like, well, "Fucking excuse me!" <laughs> like, mind you, we just spent like two hours together. Yeah, this so. was the night we recorded Devin's interview, and later that night, I get Snapchat from Huey's wife, couple babies beds. Oh, yep. She's going to be the best Grammy ever. It's like, um, excuse me, lady. <laughs> Did Huey not tell me something? And I have to address this later. No, I'm sure you'll be one of the first to know. Oh, I can't wait. <laughs> Someday. Um, Supposed to be, I think after today, the weather's supposed to kind of smooth out for a little while and be like 75, 80. That's for- perfect. I like 70. 70 is like my go-to temperature. 60 would be good for me. Uh, tomorrow, 75. Wow, oh, fucking weather. It's going to rain on Saturday. Fuck. Uh, of course it is. Just 10 to 12. You're talking to them. I'm ready for a good thunderstorm. Yeah, I have kids and then tell me that. Because then they don't sleep. It's just... Scared of thunder. Scared of bugs right I used now. to be scared of thunder. So, Mike, let's let's bring this up. My two awesome kids are scared of bugs. Could be an ant. Could be a noceum. Could be a mosquito. Could be a dragon. Ah, they like the dragonflies. Could be a spider. Scared shitless. Like, drop what they're doing, run away, run the other direction. They'll pick up worms by their hands and just play with them because we go collect the worms and then we go fishing. Mm-hmm. And but bugs, no go. Bugs, no go. But we'll play with worms and let them crawl all through our hands. I, I can't figure the logic. I think it's a children logic, which is self-explanatory. But yeah. I just, I, I don't get it. I really don't. They're kids. 
But yeah, we got. I'm a grown ass man, and I'm afraid of snakes. I don't like. I'm not afraid of snakes. I just want to kill them all. I'm afraid of them. (laughs) (laughs) Anything that looks like a snake, worms don't bother me. But like snake skin, somebody brings one of those near me. I threatened one of my coworkers with a lawnmower blade one day because he was coming at me with a live garter snake, which is not harmful whatsoever. Will not hurt you. No nope. slithers around. But I said, get away from me. And he kept coming. So I picked up a lawnmower blade. I said, one more step. And they <laughs> called me a child, which looking back, he's not wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, it is what it is. And I probably will always be afraid of them. We'll just leave it at that. But <clears throat> I think you've got some ice cream to get. I do got some ice cream to get too. Um, there's really nothing else happening that I know of. I got fishing to do next week. Probably get out. I don't know. What do you think? One or two next week. We got out, what, one Sun Monday this week? I don't know. We're kind of playing the show right now. So yeah. it was good, good behind the scenes. You've got, I mean. I literally got nothing to do next week. You got to go fishing. I will go fishing, and before the wife heads out of town, I will be taking a trip north. Try and get up, get after some fish up north where it's still chilly. Yep. But it's been a good year. Allegedly, it's been a good year for the old trout because we've had so much goddamn water, and it really hasn't been hot. I mean, today was the first day to get up where the water temperatures start rising, but... um. Yeah, well, we're going to, I'm going to try and get after some trout. Um, My buddy that was from Wisconsin, I lent him all my saltwater stuff so he could take the kids out. They didn't catch anything, but. Nice. Yeah. So, still trying to get it, get out for stripers, but that just hasn't happened. Yeah. I went up once. I got to get, I got to get the boat out too. So, that might be next week's goal. You want to say anything? What do you want to say? Go ahead. We have a special guest just entering the studio. Oh boy. What? What is she gonna say? No one ever knows. Talk right in. Hi, Liv. You excited to have Dad home on vacation? You ready to go for ice cream? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did mommy tell you who we're going to ice cream with? Yeah. Who are we going with? Uncle Hero. I don't think I'm going. Uncle Huey's not coming. Remember? Nope. Oh, Dad. Open. Oh. He's my best friend. Yeah. (laughs) His name is Logan. No, Alden. Logan's uh, not coming up yet. They're, uh, they're coming up a little bit later. Shout out to the birds. Say shout out, birds. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's not wrong. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's all we got. That's it, folks. That's all we got this week. We got a good interview coming up right after this idiocy. So. Yeah, enjoy the hell out of that. Have give, a good weekend. Give any feedback and... Uh, you know someone else that's cool. Bye.
you want to have interviewed, uh, give us a shout. And would love to chat with you. Yeah, we figured out the mobile setup, so just uh, next time we take the computer with us. Yeah, when we leave, we don't leave it there and have to have to send the wife and two kids to go get it. I'm getting a look right now. I can feel it through the back of my head. <laughs> Although I wasn't the one who forgot it. Uncle for Huey. What? You guys can come watch me drive around Daddy's driveway. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. We gotta we got we we moved up. Bye folks. <laughs> we're on we're onto the dirt track now. Oh boy. The old uh the old bicycle gets crazy. So yeah. well, there you go. No bicycle. No training wheels. Nope. Nope. Don't need that stuff, huh? Nope. Practicing? Done. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, yeah, we're, we're done too. Yeah, we're out of here. Don't forget to follow us. We'll yeah. talk to you guys soon. Yeah, and again, at Mainly Stupid, M-A-I-N-E-L-Y-S-T. O O P I D on face on Instagram and Twitter and Huey's at Hugh Mac eighty seven correct on the Twitters and eighty seven the dangle yeah on the Instagrams and I'm at foulfly one two on both so give us a like give us a follow any feedbacks welcome there or text us or whatever if you don't like it fuck off. <laughs> Ready when you are. All right. All right, here we are. Mainly stupid for our first official interview. He holds a black belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I knew I was going to murder that. <laughs> Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, a former New England Fights lightweight champion, a UFC lightweight fighter from South Berwick, Maine, owner of Nostos MMA and fighting from Summersworth, New Hampshire. Ladies and gentlemen, David Powell. How are you, man? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. It's good to have you. I wanted to add one more thing to that. You've never been knocked out or submitted, so you're one tough son of a bitch, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Never been stopped. Never been uh, officially knocked down in a fight. Never even been in a submission that I've had to defend, really. Holy um, shit. So yeah, a lot of people dance around me, and they kind of. Anytime I've lost a decision, it's just people that haven't really wanted to fight me. Yeah. You know, yeah. they either try and play keep away, or they try and stall out on the wall or in the, in my guard. So, you know, people don't, don't ever really want to engage and, and kind of bang. They just kind of want to. I remember that safe. from, like, watching you in your first UFC fight where I, I can't remember his name. but Dracar Close. Uh, yes. Foot Stomper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yep. That's what well, he was doing. And he, just, he didn't want to He didn't want to play with you. No, he did not. Um, that I mean, that's got to be probably so frustrating for you, for a guy who's so wild in, in the cage, I guess, to just have somebody just continually do that to you yeah it's uh i mean it's it's tough because i'm the one that that was on the the losing end of a decision yeah you know? for him like i can understand you're looking to, to win decisions but for me my excite my my style is always trying to be exciting you yeah know? so when i win fights it's not by stalling people out so like i i'm always trying to push the pace trying to 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 get the finish you know I'm yep. looking for highlight yeah. reels so it's really frustrating when no one will play into my game like yeah. that you know i want people to try and go out there and look to knock me out and try and submit me because then you know that's going to give me my chance and if i get caught then i'll go out on my on my uh shield you know yep. yeah yeah no doubt um what's the uh so you say you you know you want to go for the highlights so are you looking for a submission or a knockout most of my submissions have been from knockdowns so yeah. I'll, I'll drop someone with a big shot or a kick 
um, and then I'll, I'll pounce on them. You What's know, more instead fun? of ground pounding them out, a lot of times they'll turn over <clears throat> and I'll catch their neck and I'll choke them out, something like that. Yeah. You, you bring up like you know pouncing on them. The first time I ever saw you fight. Now we went to high school together, and growing up, I didn't know you as a fighter. You kind of in high school you really weren't. Um, so I remember I got tickets from a buddy of mine to see you fight up in Portland, and or actually just to go to the fights up in Portland. And I saw your name on the card, and I'm like, holy shit. I had zero clue. And you pounced on a guy in that fight, and you probably remember it, that you were just you were driving your forearms into this dude's face. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. <laughs> I was absolutely impressed. And it was, it was a cool experience to see it, you know, obviously from knowing you and just kind of having that hometown kid and then following you from there on, just seeing you continually grow in what you do. And obviously... You've got a great business going on upstairs from us now. I mean, people were flooding in and out of here training, and I think that's awesome. And, I mean, I remember hearing you talk about this or reading it somewhere. You do you have, like, an anti-bullying campaign that you kind of run with? or you? Yeah, did? so we'll do uh, – we'll try and go around to, like, schools whenever we can. Like, anytime we have the op- opportunity, we try and go in. We teach yep. seminars. Like, I, ta- I just taught a seminar for a kid to – help get his eagle scout to a bunch of like scouts and whatnot awesome. but um basically we we any uh anybody that shows up at our gym with um an issue with bullying they get a full month of free training um same thing with like if there's a woman that had issues like with like spousal abuse yeah. that kind of deal free month of training always that's um, awesome we just hope it'll help and then you know if they love it then obviously we can go from there but the goal is to give them some sort of knowledge you know a seminar is great um but our goal with the seminar is to get them um, to realize how little they understand about self-defense. Yeah. And maybe, you know, cross your fingers, they'll take some of that with them. But the goal really is to get them through the doors of any any martial arts gym that's a legitimate school that they can learn. Yeah. And uh, they can use that knowledge to, to help them and protect themselves. So Huey alluded to it, but what, what got you into fighting? Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, n- I never did anything violent. I played music in high school. I love playing guitar. I still do. But I played in a band, and once I got out of high school... Um, the route for uh, for music kind of died off, you know. So yeah. I, I went and I tried the college thing. I, I did a year at USM. I hated it. So I dropped out and I found a job at a passport center. So I did that for seven and a half years. But for Holy almost shit. the entirety of it, I was training MMA. So I was training in the morning or I was training on my lunch break. Um, I actually used to tell them that I was going to school. So on my lunch break, they'd give me, a, they'd give me a, an extended lunch break so I could go to class. And they asked where I was going. I said Seacoast because, I mean, I don't even know if that's the name of any college, but um, <laughs> it's, uh, it was Seacoast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and MMA where I first started. So I'd go on an extended lunch break because I was working second shift. And I'd go do their night class, like Jiu-Jitsu or Muay Thai or whatever. And then I'd come back. And sometimes I'd come back with, like, black eyes and stuff. <laughs> so it made no sense. So I'd just keep my head down, you know. It's like, what is he really just going to a fight club right now? <laughs> Going on. I mean, first rule. First rule, you don't talk about fight. But yeah, so um, the the reason I got into it though, um, it was basically I was bored every day doing the the job at the passport center. So I'd come home on second shift, um, and I'd watch WEC wreckage, which I didn't even watch the UFC. I watched uh, WEC. So um, the UFC wasn't even like that was what my brother watched. But I was playing music at the time, so this is what would air when I'd come home from from work. So I put it on. I watched Carlos Condit and Uriah Faber and yeah. um, uh, Mike Brown and all these guys just 
kill it. And, uh, and I was like, I want to try something exciting. It reminded me of music in a way, performing in front of an audience, because I always loved to perform. Um, you know, I just was an idiot in high school. You yeah. know, I got all my work done, but I was just uh, always messing around, always watching, like, jackass movies and stuff. Like, <laughs> I was uh, always interested in some sort of, like, performance, you know? Yeah. So I found that. My brother was like, you're going to get fucking killed. What are you doing? Like, yeah. Well, I'm going to try it, you know? He's like, well, you never wrestled or anything. Why are you going to do that? I, like, I don't know. I'm just going to do it. And I showed up, and I loved it and started doing jiu-jitsu tournaments and then started fighting, and it just everything fell into place. That's yeah. awesome. So, yeah. And now you, you got your... Well, I guess... You know, through your MMA career and even your personal life, who were the guys that you looked up to that kept you driving to to get to where you are now? I mean, obviously, there's got to be some influences, or was it just all self-driven? No, I mean, it wasn't self-driven. I mean, the biggest thing is that I went to a good gym right off the bat. Yeah. Coast MMA and BJJ. Um, the coaches there, the primary coaches were Troy Pickering and um, Adam Rivera. They were both like they were like my catch wrestling, my jujitsu, yeah, um, and uh, MMA coaches. And then the head jujitsu coach was James DeLuca, who trains at Port City, which is who I'm a black belt under now. Um, that gym in Jay Mansfield, who wasn't at Port City, but uh, he's part of Port City. I mean, he wasn't at Seacoast MMA. He was, yeah. he's at Port City now. Um, Keith Walsh, which was my uh, Muay, Muay Thai coach. So those guys were always great coaches, and they kept me interested. And they they took care of me when I was fighting early. Uh, and then now I've had my own gym though for five years, so we just hit our five year anniversary. That's awesome. Yeah. So this used to be an MMA gym in the upstairs. It's changed a ton upstairs. The downstairs we poured um, cement because it was all dirt, and uh, and as you can see, there's mats all yep. over. Yeah. Huge matted section, big like workout area and astroturf and all that good stuff. Locked now you had a, a while ago you had a like a water damage thing or so you had to replace all your mats, right? Yeah, the entire upstairs, the main training area, everything got destroyed because a oh. washer upstairs and because oh. above us is like a um, like uh, apartments. Yeah. It, yeah. it uh, the washer broke and there was no like um, sensor to shut off the water if there's a malfunction for some reason. Uh, and all the water Makes came sense. down. It yeah. destroyed the mats. It destroyed destroyed all our, our wall pads. So wow. it's like $10,000 of equipment oh. that we had to get rid of. It's, it That's was crazy. Incredible. But, I mean, everything, the upstairs right now, I mean, it's just never-ending with this. You know, there's so much, you know, yeah. so much people getting tossed around. Everything gets beat up. Everything we have to toss out every however many years. But right now, one of the main mats, there was a rip in it, so we had to send it back. That's why when you go up there, instead of it saying no stow some may, there's a giant R. So yeah. they sent us, like, <laughs> a just a, a replacement mat for the yeah. time being so they could match the mat that we need to get fixed. Yeah, no doubt. So, that, yeah, it's just never-ending, you know. That's any business you're going to run. This is just a violent one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seems like you got a good thing going, which is a, which is awesome. Yeah. And it's, a, and it's a small business, so it's great to see anybody succeed with that. So. Gary, you got anything? Um, who'd you look up to, like, fighting style? Fighting style was always Carlos Condit. He was always my favorite fighter. Um, still is, you know. Yeah. He's uh, in the UFC still. Um, he's a, on a bit of a on a losing streak, but, I mean, it's it's a hard sport, you know. Yeah. Um, and the guys are so good. It's so easy for you to be this close, you know. You just uh, coin flip away, you know. Some, some are toss-ups. You know, I've had fights, like, one of my fights in the UFC, it was uh, – I outstruck the guy um, 100 punches to, like, 53 punches, but or strikes landed, and I still lost a split decision to him. You know, it's like yeah. sometimes it doesn't always make sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he's just exciting. Lots of lots of crazy kicks and elbows and spins, and yeah. uh, he's violent. You know, he's always looking to finish someone. Yeah. Okay, I remember one time he said that uh, he's looking to – 
to hurt the person and you know punch and kick and all that stuff long enough until the ref has to hop in to save the person's life. <laughs> so like when I heard that, I was like, that's some good yeah. stuff. You yeah, know? like no that doubt. really is the ref's job. Um, but he really like his nickname's Natural Born Killer. Yeah. He really is that. Uh, so fun to watch. So I always kind of loved his style. Always looking for the finish. You're not looking to score points. You're looking to win. Yeah, that's one thing I've never really understood in like a fighting sport. Like someone like. Floyd Mayweather, who's known as, like, a defender, and, like, he just, he avoids conflict more than ever, and it's like, man, you're in one of the fucking most brutal sports in the world, like, you're supposed to want to kill the person across from you. Like, hey, it might be a buddy of yours, you know, sparring. You still want to kill the person, like, you know, how that, I just, I appreciate, like, yours type of style, where it's fucking, hey, I'm going out guns blazing, whether I win or lose, like, it is what it is, man. Yeah, there's definitely fan-friendly styles. Like, you know, you got, like, Arturo Gotti. Everybody loved to see that guy fight, win or lose. Um, boxing's kind of... I, don't, I mean, I don't know enough about it. I'm an MMA fighter, but yeah. a lot of times people are way too transfixed on, like, a perfect record um, where, yeah. like, you, you can't always fight that style because if you do, you risk losing, and then who's going to put you on the cards, which is crazy because it should just be what what do people want to watch. They want to watch exciting styles, and they got to get out of their heads. Like, the guy has to have a you know a perfect record yeah because it's it's not the case if you fight exciting then your your record is you're putting yourself in the line of fire and that's yeah. what people want to see but somebody like floyd mayweather can fight that many times because he takes such little damage right if yeah. you go and fight that style and he starts racking up lo- uh, losses he's going to probably have to retire several fights before that or he won't be able to finish the sentence yeah boxing's dangerous mma is dangerous but boxing's more dangerous yeah. because you take an accumulation of shots that don't put someone away because there's more padding but yeah. you're still taking the same kind of whiplash yeah. you know the same kind of force but it's getting kind of softened enough that you can survive but maybe <laughs> a lot of times honestly it's it's better in mma you get one clean shot yeah you know puts your lights out rather than like being able to take a hundred of those <laughs> yeah exactly now i know garrett and i are thinking it and i'm just going to address the elephant in the room <laughs> How's your balls? Uh, they, they are, I would say better than ever, but that's a lie. <laughs> They're not the same ever again. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a tough sport. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I took a, a bad knee to the groin uh, from one of my teammates, Joe Lozon. You know, I'm glad yeah. it was him because it gave me a lot of publicity. <laughs> and, uh, ended up rupturing my testicle, but, you know, it, uh, you know, it, it came back better than ever. I had a big win and. No, that was right history. before your your win, right? Your yeah, I, I had surgery. Um, I think in like I don't know February or March, and then it was like a good recovery, and then I got a, a fight in early summer. Yeah, so that was yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And that was the one you knocked the guy out by a liver kick. Yeah, yep, big switch kick. I didn't even know that was fucking possible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I saw the fight. The guy just went down. I'm like, he just kicked him in the stomach. Yeah, and then they were talking the liver kick, and I'm like. Yeah, that must really hurt. And then later on, I've listened to other podcasts and with a guy named Matt Matrone. Yeah, and it, he talked about how he got hit in the liver in practice or training, and he said it was worse than almost as bad as getting hit in the nuts. Yeah. Um. So it's that's <clears throat> fucking crazy. I'm sure we can imagine. go upstairs and you can get your own liver kick if you want. I'm you. all set. <laughs> all set. Yeah, it shuts the body down. I I I haven't had it happen to me and. I'll knock on some wood at some point. I'll do it for you. I hope it doesn't but, happen. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's what everybody says. It just shuts the body down. It's like getting knocked out. It's like, yeah. It almost seems no different. Like when you get sometimes when you get not even quite knocked out, you get hit hard enough. Your feet don't work. 
Yeah. You know, you try yeah. and step, but then you fall over because your your brain's not sending the correct synapses. You like kind of shut the you know, shut short the wiring system the system. Yeah. Um, same thing with the liver kick. You'll see guys get hit and they try and take a step and they kind of collapse. It's like the body just can't gives handle. Up. It's like yeah. a, just an off switch. Yep. That's crazy. But it's you feel all that pain when you get knocked out, or even when you get rocked, you don't feel pain. I mean, even when I broke my nose really bad in a fight, I didn't. You know, I didn't feel it. People yeah. say you're super tough. It's like. I, I knew my nose was broken. I kept fighting, so you can call that tough. But it's not like I was like in excruciating pain. I got popped in the face. My nose was sideways. And just well, I mean, you just had going. you just had the post up the other day about you know one of the fighters out of your camp that broke his arm. He felt that. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> fuck man, you, you can't that. get that. It was a hard one. He was looking at us from the sidelines, like or from the cage, and we were on the sidelines, you know, right on right cage side, and he's like, "My arm's broken. What do I do?" I was like, it's yeah. like your first ever fight. Yeah. And like this is what happens. That like, sucks. Perfect luck. Um, so, I mean, you watch ba- – I mean, we're, I'm a baseball fan, football fan. Every every team has their, their ritual, their fight song. In MMA, are you personally – do you have a pre-fight ritual that you go up to or do you attempt or do you address each fight differently, you know, as to – how your training camp went and stuff like that training camps are always similar but different you know we try and prepare uh with with different training partners to mimic styles so when i'm training i'm getting live looks of different styles Mm -hmm. and trying to replicate how somebody else fights um and then you do certain drilling you know where you like there's certain things you want to do in the fight so let's make sure we're doing it a lot and then in live training we're trying to hit that but every fight's different and different things happen so you can't expect you know everything but you can you can try to to, to make things happen but if they don't you need to have you know it's a fight you gotta just keep going um but as far as like you know weight cuts are you know pretty always the same they always suck really badly you know, <laughs> yeah. pull a lot of water out of your organs you know feel like you're dying for a little while yeah um barely eat anything uh and then put on 20 pounds in 24 hours and then you go fight that's um, crazy. I walk, you know, I get a walkout song by my buddy uh, Mike Dion, who's the, his MC name is I Nine. He's he's yeah. awesome. Um, it's from one of his new CDs. It's still not out yet, but it's K- uh, Kentucky Derby. My old song was uh, "We're Alive" by I Nine, which is on like iTunes and all that stuff. Yeah. It's yep. awesome. That was my old one. Before that, I used to walk out to "Where's My Mind" by the Pixies because before <laughs> that was my first walkout song. Because like, "Where's My Mind?" Like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, this is gonna be the song. Yeah, <laughs> it's from Fight Club, which I love. Yeah, yep. Um, and I always felt like it could uh, relate to that movie, being the guy that was coming into the office, you know, beating up bruises, <laughs> going awesome. back and working at a passport center with all these old ladies. Yeah, you know? yeah. Second um, shift, but yeah, grinding. You, you know, every fight's different, but you got rituals that kind of. They go, you know, they just cycle through. Yep. But, um, yeah. I'm sure there's, a, like you said, there's preparation. Do you watch a lot of film and stuff like that before you fight of different fighters and then bring that into the gym and try to mimic those styles? Is that what you mean? Or are you just fighting guys with those fighting styles and working with them? Um, so, so I try not to watch the footage because I try not to get too transfixed on what they can do. Yeah. Um, so what I try and get to happen is have my teammates – kind of watch them read things from them and we'll drill that stuff where i'll have them try and fight the same way as them so i'm used to it in live yeah sometimes you like you watching a highlight reel of some like my last guy like i watched his high right, highlight reel so it's not exactly the case but you watch their highlight reel this guy it's um 22 years old dude from peru just knocking everybody out 16 four record 22 pro fights at 22 years old it's crazy yeah, yeah. and i'm going in fighting him in argentina 
and you watch his highlight reels, just like stepping in, knockout, drop the guy, knock him out on the ground, knock them out cold. It's like, well, I mean, all right, I'm going to go fight this yeah, guy. You know, yeah. like we're, we're all humans. You see that and you're like, wow, okay, this guy can fight. You know, it's yeah. like it gets in your head a little bit. Yeah. Um, but, you know, really like when it comes, the closer you get, it's like that, that Tyson mentality. You know, you're like you're walking out. You're like, I'm a king. I'm a god. I'm a monster. Like, yeah. you know, fuck, let's go. Let's, let's go, go for it. Yeah. You know? That's awesome. Um, but. I, I try not to, to do it too much where I'm watching that stuff because I'd much rather have somebody like fighting a southpaw have my teen- teammates stand as a southpaw. You know, right. if they like that, that straight left, throw that straight left at me in training, have me adjust to it, you know. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's sometimes better. Yeah, you That's almost a- get lulled into watching what, they, what they're capable of and it's like, oh, yeah, and oh, you get fuck, become afraid of it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <clears throat> I can imagine that. Well, I... Garrett, you got anything else? The only other question I have, and it goes back to, I grew up, my uh, my family down from the south was big wrestlers. Cousin always shaved his head two days before. And this, there's been a huge change, like, in, like, bodies, you know, hair. And, like, MMA, you see guys fighting in, like, full dreadlocks. Like, huge hair, you got a beard. I mean, you know, is there, I guess, you know, is it all mental? Is it, you know, just what you're comfortable with? Yeah, I, th- I think everybody has a different style. You know what I mean? I think weight uh, weight cutting is part of the reason that people get rid of their hair. You know, yeah. any additional ounces you can cut out, that's like a good sip of water. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's when you're pulling all that water, you're sitting in the sauna. You can't like you can't get your your uh, lips to leave your teeth. <laughs> like right now, I haven't had water in a while. Like, I'm super dehydrated, <laughs> as you can see. <laughs> I'm just waiting on getting something to drink. You know, but, and then but you you look at it. Like, right now, it's nothing. I would go to bed like this, dehydrated, and then wake up and then cut another four or five pounds of water out of my system to finish off a weight cut. You know, plus having no food at all in your system, you know, and you're just killing yourself to make weight. Um, So sometimes that is just the reason you buzz it off. Plus, like, when you shave your head, that's, like, that fucking sucks when you're grinding on somebody's cheek. Yeah, Brillo pad on Yeah, exactly. It sucks. It's uncomfortable. Especially it's like after, if it's after, like, a day or two. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you got that stubble going. Fucking spikes. Speaking of, bring up sauna. Have you seen these crazy assholes doing this work that workout where they pedal a bike or do Pilates at 132 degrees? <laughs> I have not seen that. It's just... But I, I pedal that bike, that uh, Echo bike. <laughs> And yeah. it kills me, so I can't imagine doing that shit. In we we in follow. A, no, I'm sorry to interrupt. We follow another podcast. Is uh, he used to be a punter for the Colts, and he's been doing this crazy workout where he goes to a gym, and they have saunas just lined up down a hall, and he goes in and pedals on like a, you know, one of those like bike, a peloton. Yeah, like a peloton bike for what is it? Forty five minutes? No, 12, 12 minutes. Oh, twelve minutes, and you could do. But as it's many at hundred and thirty two degrees at twelve minutes. I'm like. That's fucking stupid. I don't like <laughs> driving with the windows down in 80 degrees. I mean, I couldn't imagine doing that. Yeah, so. I think it's uh, it depends what you're trying to get out of it. I mean, that's going to pull a ton of water out of you, yeah. um, which a lot of times, like, people like doing hot yoga because it, like, it cleanses, you know. You pull all the toxins out in the heat. Um, there's something about, like, once you hit a certain temperature, like, that's why people do saunas. It yeah. starts um, promoting and, like, um, you... You get, like, the most, like, natural HGH and, like, testosterone that are getting um, created in your system. Yeah. So there's, like, benefits to that. But as far as, like, athletic performance, I mean, I guess, yes, if you're doing that, <laughs> when you get out of that kind of heat and then you try and perform, it's like, wow, it's way more comfortable. But if you're trying to perform the way you are, like, going to compete, yeah, 
doesn't make much sense. Like no we, it's always super hot when we're training, but that's just how it is. Um, yeah. You're more loose, you're more warm. But like, it's nice to to train similar to how you're gonna compete. You know what I mean? Well, so, it's, not, it's not like some of the rings. I mean, you're fighting down in Brazil, and you've got fifty thousand people in a venue. It's not the coolest place on earth either. Your gym upstairs yeah. is at the coolest place on earth. <laughs> yeah. Holy but sometimes shit. you fight nice arenas. You know, yeah. when it's freezing. Yeah. Um, but it's nice to have um, you know tr- try and like create the same environment yeah. as yeah. much as you can. Like when we do mock fights, sometimes I'll bring fighters downstairs over here downstairs to the opposite um room you know and then like all right we'll walk you up we do a warm-up just like we would before a fight walk up now you're gonna have to wait just like we normally would you're gonna get announced you kind of sit in the room by yourself we'll have people like just having teammates that are on the outside not training watching you change like it changes your energy levels yeah you burn your energy quicker you're more nervous that's the same idea as a crowd and then we'll bring up the other person then you're looking across from each other you know your teammates um, but at the same time, you're being competitive. You're not trying to knock each other out, but you're grappling hard. You're trying to take each other down, trying to, to, to win the rounds. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, it helps. So we're just trying to m- mimic those situations. Yeah, I mean, I, like I've, I played collegiate soccer and lacrosse, and I definitely I can relate to where you walk into a game and it's a different level. You're at a different level. Um, you know, and that you're 100% right with, you know, trying that type of preparation is so beneficial where it's like a game is way different than, you know, practice. And the most, the more you can, you know, prepare and try and act like it is a game, the better off you're going to be ready for when the bright lights come on. Hopefully you're the one looking at them at the end. (laughs) Yeah. And you got to be, I know you got to like, you got to drill right and you got to train right. Like sometimes you got to slow down drill, but you need to do your live. You need to, you need to go at the right pace. Some people, like, train all the time, but they half-ass it all the time. And then when it comes to, like, somebody pushing hard, they can't they can't kind of push back. So, yeah. Yeah, it's just about preparing properly. and like it's just How's, the, how's the back coming along? The back? It's all right. I mean, it's one of those things, not until I retire, where I'll, where I'll actually be able to have, like, a hopefully a healthy back, maybe mm. surgery yeah. one day, which sucks, but it is what it is. Um I've had three spine injections, which are like epidurals in the spine, which seemed to help a bit, but uh, it's just, it's a tough sport. You yeah. Know, people are folding yeah. you up like an accordion. It's yeah. hard to, to stay healthy. You know, I've got two discs that are pushing on my spinal cord, um, and it's just um, probably going to get worse before it gets better, <laughs> but it is what it is. You know, I'm so, hoping to make a return in the fall. Um, we'll figure it out, though. Right now, just really focusing on the gym. Yeah. Getting a little bit healthier and then, uh, you know, getting back in. Making fighting. a comeback. Get yeah. awesome. some vacation I saw coming up. Yeah, yeah, going up Maine to see my family. Eight hours up Maine doing a canoe trip. It would be really nice. No doubt. Yeah. Well, awesome. I mean, I guess my next question was going to be what's your what's your next step? But I guess getting healthy and coming back like you want. And we hope the best for you, man, and we appreciate yeah. you coming on. Yeah. And, you uh, got any, any guys at local got fights coming up? Yeah, we uh, so we just had one guy fight um, over, I think, two weekends ago. He won a big fight against a really uh, a top prospect. His name's Jake Bra- uh, Bagley, and he's fighting for a title in, like, a little under a month. Um, and then uh, we have this kid, Killian, who's actually a state champ wrestler from Marshwood. Oh, nice. He's looking to make awesome. his, uh, his debut as a pro. He, he was an amateur already, but yeah. now he's looking to, to go pro. Another uh, Marshwood guy, Stephen Kimball, he's looking to go yep. pro. 
he Fuck has a fight belt. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I used to work right? out with him. Oh, really? In Dover. Iron, yeah. Iron Empire or whatever? Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. Nah. That place is... Uh, yeah, he doesn't like that place. No. Um, but, uh, yeah, and then we've got... Um, one of our, our wrestling coach actually is trying to make his kickboxing debut. He already fights MMA, but he's trying to mix it up. Yeah. His girlfriend, Sarah Lee, fights for us. She's going to be kickboxing. Um, yeah, we got a lot of people getting ready. We That's got awesome. a kid, Nate, who's a USM wrestler that wrestled for Exeter. He's getting ready for his amateur debut. That's awesome. Um, yeah, a lot of people active. Yeah, I mean, your gym's buzzing, man. I mean, yeah. all the congrats to you and what you've been Thank able to do here. And, I mean, for the local, you know, Seacoast community, you're giving back a ton and, you know. And it's great to see somebody, you know, do what you did and come from that, you know, 3 to 11 job that you're doing at a passport center, training your ass off, and now just come up and you're still going and you're yeah. still fighting. And, obviously, it hasn't been easy and it's still not easy. But you're making those strides and you're doing a good job at it and it's it's awesome to talk to you and, and have you on and enjoyed the shit out of it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Thank you. Appreciate no it, man.